Trade Chats podcast. I'm so excited that we have a little bit of a different format today. We are going to be talking about exercise and our cycle. And we have Sydney Seeley here, who is an amazing college athlete. She's a runner and just all around amazing students. I'm really excited to have her perspective on this topic. So I'm going to hand it over to Sydney so she can introduce herself. Yeah. Hey guys. Um, I'm super excited to be here today. Um, I'm Sydney. I am 21. I'm a junior at Mississippi State. I run cross country and track for Mississippi State. Um, and I'm also a student, obviously, studying kinesiology. Um, I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. And um, yeah, I've been running for like really as long as I can remember. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about me. Awesome. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like, so how long have you been running and which events do you run? And kind of give us the lowdown on all of that. Yeah. Okay. So um, I started running, I think, just like local 5Ks with my mom. My mom is a super awesome, just like badass woman. Your mom is she, awesome. <laughs> yeah. She's actually um, an ultra trail runner. So she's run, I want to say, three or maybe four 100 mile trail races. So, like in one bout. So yeah, oh she's goodness. a super awesome athlete. Um, and she hasn't, she hasn't been running her whole life. She kind of started running just, um, for fun, just to stay active when she got out of college. But I started doing five K's with her when I was younger and I was actually doing a local one in Birmingham and the middle school cross country coach, um, Stan Doran, who is anyone that knows him knows he is a character he came up to me and was like, you are an awesome runner. Like you need to run. And at the time I played soccer and basketball and I was a gymnast. I just kind of did, you know, all the sports, but he encouraged me to come and try out for the cross country team in middle school. So that's when my competitive running really started. And then I ran all through high school and then obviously got recruited to come and I'm still running now. So that's amazing. Um, that's really cool. I actually didn't know that you weren't always planning on being a runner. I thought that was kind of always your jam. So that's a cool twist in the story. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I mean, I played soccer all the way up until my freshman year of high school. Um, and at that point I'd been running, um, like they pulled me up from the middle school to run with the high school. So I'd been running with the high school team for almost two years. And the high school coach sat me down and was like, look, you know, you're really great at this and I really think you can succeed, but if you're going to do it, you might want to focus on just that. And, um, it was hard. It was a hard decision to let soccer go, but at that point I kind of was burnt out on it and I was ready to try something new. So. Yeah. I was going to ask, that's a, that's a big decision to make, you know, your freshman year in high school, that's like a lot of pressure, but it's clearly worked out for you. Mm -hmm. So what events do you run in track and what events do you run in cross country? Yeah. Well, so cross country. <laughs> cross country we race um anywhere from 5k to 6k um our championship event like the sec conference meet most of those are 6k um and then but we have 5ks throughout the year as well and then it's a little longer for the men's but thankfully we're not there yet they do 10k and then in on the track side um i race i kind of have a wide variety of events i race the 1500 just sort of a mile the mile um, I do the 3000 meters and then my specialty event is actually the 3000 meter steeplechase, which is 3000 meters with, um, hurdles. They're barriers is what they're called. They're it's, intense. <laughs> yeah. It's, 
it's very, it's very, very intense. And there's a water jump in there. Um, if you haven't, if you haven't seen a steeplechase race, it's definitely worth picking up. Um, a lot of people don't know about it and it's an Olympic sport. So, or, you know, we, we compete at it in the Olympics. So, um, that's my specialty and what I'm working at right now. So. Awesome. And okay. So just to brag on you a little bit, Sydney's had an amazing, I've kept up just through, you know, social and all the different things you've had an amazing like past season and you're ramping up for your senior year. So how are you feeling in general about kind of just, I guess it's probably not, maybe not your last year, but how are you feeling um, with all of that? Yeah. So it's actually kind of funny that like really correlates a lot with my cycle. And when I started getting into like all of that, the understanding myself and my body and whatnot um, at the beginning of COVID, I kind of was a blessing in disguise, which I feel like is a common thing for a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. Um, I had, I actually found out I had a stress reaction in my shin. So I was having to take some time off. I kind of tried to run through it and it just wasn't working. I was in a lot of pain. So um, we all got sent home for COVID and it was amazing because I was able to take my time and heal properly. And um, I got a bunch of blood work done and realized that I had like a bunch of things that were not where they needed to be. So I was really lucky to um, have access to that information. And once I kind of got all that figured out and I stopped taking birth control um, and trying to kind of get back into like a normal um, natural cycle, that's really when I started ramping up my running and I was able to train super consistently, didn't have any injuries or really any problems. I feel like I had so much more energy so I think that was a big turning point, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, so our training has gone great this year. I've PR'd in every race that I've run so far, which is like a, an amazing goal. So I'm super happy with that. And I feel like I've got a lot um, more to come. So I'm excited. Yeah, I feel like you do too. I feel like you're just like the tip of the iceberg, like with all of your kind of cycle and like being able to biohack and all these cool things. So that is a perfect transition. Thank you for that into what we're actually going to be talking about today. As much as I love to sit here and learn all about Sydney's amazing, cool life, <laughs> we're going to learn about the cool part of her cycle and being an athlete. So it's a question I get a lot with athletes is, oh, your period. Oh, you can't race around that time. But there's so much research that actually shows that your cycle is a superpower when it comes to like really harnessing it and being an athlete. So you mentioned a little bit about your journey. So before this year, had you ever really thought about your cycle as being part of your training routine or is it kind of a new thing for you? It's definitely a new thing. Um, so I've been on um, birth control pill for, I don't even know, a handful of years, like really since I started my period, I got on it for acne um, yeah. and then thankfully it cleared my acne up. That's good. Um, but, I, and I just kind of kept taking it, not really thinking much about it. Cause I hadn't, nobody had ever challenged me to think about it. Um, and I hadn't had any problems. So it kind of just, I kept going on as normal. And then I actually got my birth control switched mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that it was a different pill and it changed my whole perspective. Um, you know, it kind of was a wake up call to see what that little pill could do, like how much it was affecting me. So after that whole situation, I was kind of like, you know, I don't really know if I want to be putting this into my body. I think I'd like to kind of figure out like what my body's like without it. Um, so that's kind of what got me started in that. And 
Um, I know we've talked a little bit about, I kind of had the same situation as you. When I got off my birth control, I like didn't have a period for, I want to say it was like, I mean, it was over hundred days. It was a it long scary. time. You're like, oh yeah. no, what's going yeah. on? It's supposed and to come back. They told me that it was going to be normal to not have it for up to three months. So I was like, okay, well, like no big deal. And I just kept, you know, marking the calendar, like, and then it hit three months and I was like, oh, still not here. So, um, that's kind of when I started seed cycling as well. And I, I ended up, I did take, and I, I can't think of what it's called, but I took some sort of medication. It was like a five day thing. And it helped me kind of jumpstart mm-hmm. uh, my oh, cycle back. Maybe who knows? Yeah. So I, I took that, but then, and it was kind of ironic because I, I was like, you know, I'm trying not to take these medicines, but I was like, you know, what, I'll give it this one shot and then hopefully I won't need anything else. Um, and so far I haven't. So that's awesome. Yay. That's so cool. And so that's really interesting how it kind of like spurred your journey to start thinking about it. And then it's really cool. And I'm sure it's a bunch of other amazing things you're doing, but it's really cool that you got in touch with your cycle and then you saw your training kind of change and shift. So how do you manage? Cause you know, we ebb and flow throughout the month. It's a natural, like we're on the 28 day cycle where guys are on a 24 hour cycle. So they're like mm-hmm. turning over every day. Um, have you noticed anything throughout your cycle, like different training points, like on your period, how you feel versus like follicular and luteal phase, or have you kind of just felt good all around? Yeah, there's definitely some fluctuation there and I'm super lucky. Um, my coach actually is the one that introduced me, um, he, to a book called roar by Stacey Sims, which I know you were talking about, That's um, so maybe cool talking to her that your coach yeah. did that. Yeah. So he sent us that book, um, this summer. I was like, Hey guys, like, I really think you guys should read this. There's some great information in here that is like really perfect for what we're doing specifically. Um, and like I said, he's awesome about that. He, and you know, it's kind of, it, it's almost a little awkward at first. You're like, I don't want to be talking to my coach about, you know, Oh, I'm starting my period next week, like whatnot, but he's super chill about it and kind of helps, um, make it more normal. Um, just like a regular conversation. Cause it's something that we should be talking about. And he is good about let, we let him know, like when I start my period, I'm like, Hey, I started this morning or whatever. And he's like, okay, well this week we'll make it a little bit of a lighter load, um, training wise, because your body doesn't know what, what different stressors are. You know, you can be stressed from how hard working out or like your body can be tired from having your period. So he's really good about helping us kind of navigate that and alter our training dependent on where we are in our cycle, because he realizes that we're going to get more, he's going to get more out of us if he knows what, like where we are in our cycle. Um, oh, he sounds amazing. Like, yeah, I love hearing this because it's such the opposite of what I hear from a lot of athletes. And it's really interesting. Um, Dr. Stacey Sims, I, I'll link the podcast in these show notes that we did with her co-founder of the wild AI app, she actually, they they prove that you can actually run your best while you're on your period. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't have to be this thing where you like can't race or can't train. You just have to like exactly take a lighter load, give yourself a break, and then you can actually do your best work sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And I I've noticed, you know, some days you feel a little more tired. Um, and unfortunately we can't plan everything around it. You know, there's going to be times you're going to have to compete you know, when I should be taking a lighter load. Um, but 
I think a lot of that is like just being self-aware too. You know, if you know, hey, I need to be gentle on myself this week, but I can't physically, you know, I can make sure that I'm taking the time mentally to like, not like alleviate some of the other stressors in my life. Yeah. That's such a great point. You know, you can like, how's your schoolwork look, or, you know, are you sleeping enough and all these different things? Um, that's really cool. I didn't know that your coach was so, um, in tune and it makes sense. Like, you know, you guys are all amazing athletes anyways, and he's really helping you guys maximize your potential. Mm -hmm. So when he brought that book to you, what did you learn from that book? Cause that's a great book. Yeah, there is a ton of great information and her like big little um, motto or whatever is we're not small men. Mm-hmm. And I just loved that. I'm like, cause that is a lot of like the ideas that I've been taught and kind of going into collegiate athlete or athletics, I thought was going to be more normal is just, we're trained the same way as little men. And it's so not the truth. Like if, if you look at it in a different perspective, like you can do so much more with it. So that was my favorite part of the book. Yeah. I think it's super empowering to realize like you have your own power in your sport. Like, yeah, you're not, we're not little men. We have these completely amazing reproductive systems and hormone cycles and training for those matters. Oh, that's so mm-hmm. cool that he gave that. Yeah. Okay. So you have obviously started cycle syncing. You do, you seed cycle, you have read the Stacey Sims book, your coach really supports you in like training with your cycle. Has there been anything else through this journey? I guess it's been about a year now, um, where that you've learned about your body or yourself, even unrelated to athletics. Yeah. I mean, I think when I first came off of the hormonal birth control, I was a moody mess. Oh, girl, I just same. was <laughs> all over the place. And like my mom and my boyfriend, everybody would be like, you know, back up. We got to like give her some space. So I think that was kind of interesting, like having to learn, um, like how to navigate my own, like myself, my mind and like knowing that kind of giving myself some space, like, Hey, I'm feeling a little moody today. Like I need to just let that be and kind of move on from it or recognize it and move on from it. Um, so like that was a big thing that was a transition. Cause I just didn't, I didn't have those emotions when I was on the birth control. So I feel that when I was on it from the time I was like, probably like 15 to like 24. And when I got off of it, Alex, who's my husband, he used to always be like, Kate doesn't have PMS. She's never moody. She's always in a good mood. And I got off of it. And he said, I have to call everyone I've ever told them because it's not true. And it's hard when you're coming off of it because your hormones are just, they're trying so hard to regulate themselves and you can't really do anything about it. Mm -hmm. So I feel that that's tough. (laughs) Um, Before you got off the pill and I know you've seed cycle for a long time now, but did you know your cycle had different phases or did you kind of know any of that stuff? You know, I knew a little bit um, and I knew like, you know, 28 days, but I really did not know as much as I know now. I've learned so much, even from like Funk It Wellness on Instagram, like um, coffee, like drinking coffee on an empty stomach. I used to do that all the time. Like I would just drink coffee and go for a run, like not eat anything. Um, And that's been something I've like made a, a great habit out of now is like, I don't drink coffee on empty stomach and I eat before and after I run 
every run, even if it's like, you know, super easy day, I make sure I have some sort of food before and right after, um, which is great for um, recovery too. So I think that's also been a good, a good aspect of why I'm running well. So that's awesome. It's so, it's such like a holistic, like every part of our life impacts, you know, especially for you, like your performance, your athletics, or like how I show up to work. And something I found really interesting is there's some research out right now that women actually have a shorter recovery window to eat than men do. So like, it's even more important to like refuel your muscles, um, before and after. So that's awesome that you're already doing that. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. So you've learned a lot about your cycle. You've been seed cycling. You are crushing it, um, in your running career. You're doing great in school. Is there anything else going on? How else can we cheer you on, um, in your life? What do you have going on that we can cheer for you on? Yeah, well, so I am leaving actually tomorrow to go from Starkville to Jacksonville, Florida. And we have the first rounds of the national track, um, the NCAA outdoor track meets. So um, a certain amount of us out of that meet will make it to the finals in Oregon, Eugene. So I'm super excited about that. That's kind of my like current goal, um, what I'm looking forward to. And, you know, there's a chance I could hit a, an Olympic tri- trial qualifying time, which would be super awesome. But I'm trying to kind of just take it one day at a time and one race at a time, really. That's what's so, up next for me. So <laughs> wise to think about it like that. But we, I will especially be cheering you on. I always try to keep up with like, when you post on Instagram, I'm like, okay, gotta go look and see how our time was. So we will be all, our whole team will be cheering you on in that. And then also, I know like you're such an amazing role model. And I think you've just done such a great job of, you know, taking control of your cycle and enjoying your life. What advice do you have for anyone listening, younger or older, um, for their athletic careers and just kind of using their cycle for that? Yeah, I think um, the biggest thing I've learned through all of this is that nobody's going to care about me. It sounds a little harsh, but nobody's going to care about my career or me as much as I'm going to. So you kind of have to just take it into your own hands and, um, you know, reach out to people, you know, any people will help you if you ask for it, but you just have to ask for it. Um, so not being afraid to just go for it and take things into your own hands. I love that advice. And I think it's so true. And I think the sooner we realize we're in control of our destiny and our fate, like if you want a great life, it's not just going to happen to you. You have to make it happen. And then I think you're doing an amazing job of that. So thank you so much for coming on. And I actually do have one more question and I ask everyone this and I don't get prepped for it in the pre-interview stuff. How, and I'm going to alter it slightly because we're talking about athletics. So how do you think the period stigma impacts um, women in sports? You know, that's, that's a really good question. Um, And as soon as you think of that, I, I have a funny story. Um, I was at track practice one time here at Mississippi State and one of my teammates had just started her period and the coaches were like like what are you doing let's go come on get on get on the line let's start this workout and she was like hey does anybody have a tampon like I I just started my period and some one of the girls was like yeah I think there's one in my backpack and the coaches were like go to the training room like aren't there just aren't there products in there just go into the training room one of the trainers was like, oh, we're actually out right now because football's out. And we were all like, what? Like, yeah, we get all of our supplies from the football 
training room. So if they don't have it, we don't have it. And I thought that was kind of crazy. Like football, we're, we're having to like wait on, it's just so messed up. But um, I'm lucky that I, like I told you, I have a really awesome coach who cares and um, kind of helps break that. But I think, I think there definitely is just kind of like, it's taboo to talk about things like this. And I think it's something that can be worked on, but it's definitely in the process of getting worked on. So awesome. And shout out to your coach, seriously. Like I'm so excited for you that you've been able to be such a part of like an encouraging supportive area for you to really like learn about your body. And I mean, just the fact, like I've said this like 10 times, but that you got that book. I just think that's so cool. So, so happy for you. I'm so proud of you and everything you're doing and you are going to absolutely crush it tomorrow. It's going to be amazing. And thanks for spending time with us this morning. Yeah, it was awesome. Thank you very much. Bye.